Welcome to the Teams with Edge podcast with me, your host, Ashley Livingstone. I'm an entrepreneur, leader, and passionate community advocate. I love to learn, be creative, and to teach others the joy of leadership. Now, it's hard to believe, but we are in our fourth season of this show. And over the past few years, I've had the pleasure of offering insights and doing amazing interviews with like-minded leaders who are inspiring, joyful, and dedicated to building a culture of development and gratitude. Now, I'm on a mission to help you become the leader you want to be. I want to help you create a thriving, sustainable culture which inspires your team and helps you and your business thrive. So, let's connect, engage, and develop your team. Ultimately, I want to help you show up for them so they show up for you. All right, let's do this. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Teams with Edge. This week, I want to dig in to distracted leadership and how to recognize if you may be leading from a distracted place and what you can do to move from distracted leader to focused, empowered leader. So let's dig in. Many of us who are leaders of people, leaders of our businesses, leaders in the community, many of us wear so many hats that we can get distracted and and switching from task to task or when we don't have a clear space um, or a clear difference between each hat that we are wearing. And sometimes we wear multiple hats at the same time. Right. So I know a lot of people think, oh, today I'm wearing this hat and tomorrow I'm wearing my entrepreneur hat and now I'm wearing my creative hat. Sometimes what I have seen happen is that leaders are wearing multiple hats at the same time, thinking that they can work on things at the same time. And this has definitely come from a place of wanting to be efficient, wanting to believe that you could truly multitask, wanting to believe that you can do it all and that maybe you can uh, look on social media and engage with people while um, sitting in a training on online or you can answer emails while listening to a presenter. There's definitely this cultural acceptance that people are going to be distracted, that we're going to be doing more than one thing at any given time. And I am seeing more and more how this is holding leaders back from truly being amazing leaders. Okay. And I see it roll out in so many different aspects of your life, but I'm going to zero in on work specifically. Okay. You can have the relationship conversation about sitting on the couch with your person watching TV, but also scrolling on Instagram and, you know, trying to engage in conversations with your person. That's a separate conversation. It applies, but let's talk about work. So we want to be, we want to be good leaders. 
right? I don't think anybody listening to this podcast is out there thinking, I want to be a crappy leader. So let's just own that right up front. We don't want to be bad leaders. We want to be good leaders. We want to be confident leaders. And sometimes we make decisions that we think will lead to us being good leaders. Or we've heard from other people that, you know, to be a good leader, you need to dot, dot, dot. Maybe you've even heard some of that on this podcast. My, my goal for all of you is to be intentional with your leadership, to think about what works for you, to have you truly step into who you want to be as a leader. I know that when I started managing people, one of the biggest mistakes that I made as a new leader was having an open door policy, okay? And I'm sure a lot of you are thinking, I have an open door policy. Yes, because we were told somewhere that having an open door policy, you know, my door is always open, I'm approachable. You can be approachable and still have your door closed at times. But having an open door policy or being this a place for your team to come in and, you know, start your, your meetings, but really they're just venting. Um, they're whining or moaning or venting, whatever it is. They're complaining to you. They are downloading, projecting onto you as a leader. And you think you're a good leader because you were letting them, you were creating space and you were listening to them because that is what you've been told to do. And your open door policy has now become a revolving door. There's just constantly someone in your office, whether that's your virtual office, popping on Zoom meeting after Zoom meeting or phone call after phone call, or your physical office where people are just coming in, always popping in. And maybe you also think that because your team is so overwhelmed and they're busy, that it's your job to take things off of their plate and put it on your plate and do the work for them or maybe throw a block for them uh, with even upper management or whomever your leader is that you're, you're rescuing them and that's part of your job and, and you've now taken this on. But what I have seen this do when we Again, we go so all or nothing with it. And this is where I think many of us have made a leadership mistake, and mistakes can always be fixed, is that we have an open door policy and it's become a revolving door. And we just continue to let this happen and we don't get any of our work done. Or you let them vent once and then you let them vent again and again and again. And it's fine every now and then. Or when a big project's coming up and you know they're going to need additional support to be there for your team. But when you do something all the way and have no boundaries around it or no expectations on your team or, um, or they don't have any accountability for what they're working on, it becomes all on you. 
And then what happens as a leader, we are now doing so many things, all the things. We are being all the things to all the people and doing all the work. And then you, leader, get overwhelmed. You get burnt out. You are spending so much time preventing your team from feeling any sort of stress and overwhelm that you are carrying that entire load yourself and you are on that hamster wheel alone. And I'm going to also say that when we're doing that, we are not operating as our best selves as leaders. We are scratching the surface of what we are capable of truly doing. We're doing so much that we're likely not doing any of them very well. And it's easy to slip into this place. It's so easy. And sometimes we don't even recognize when we're in it. So if this is your aha moment and you are officially recognizing that you're in it, it's okay. I got you. It'll be all right. We've all been there. Um, And I think one of the biggest pieces of advice that I can offer you now and what I have definitely offered to my clients and other leaders who are out there we're not sure why, you know, you're not sure why nothing's moving forward and you don't understand why your team isn't taking accountability or why your team isn't coming to you with solutions instead of just problems. I want you to look, this is some like radical self-awareness here. I want you to look and see what role you are playing in all of this. What have you potentially enabled your team to do? And by enabled here, I don't mean empowered. I'm saying enabling their problems versus solutions. Their overwhelm versus figuring out their time management. Their um, collaboration with teammates versus just going to the leader to solve all their problems. What have you enabled them? Because they know you're just going to fix it for them, right? Come to me. I got you. I'm your open drawer. I'm your, I'm the person who's going to make it all better for you because that's what a good leader does. That's what I've been told a good leader does. So I'm going to take this on for you, right? You've now become a block. You're likely blocking their ability to problem solve. You're likely blocking their ability to read an email or a letter or a social media post or whatever it is, communication to a client. You may have now blocked them because they have become so reliant on you to fix it for them that they don't even edit it. They don't even read it anymore. They think I'll just plop something down and my leader will tweak it, change it, do whatever. And they're not going to learn because they don't need to. 
because you're going to fix it for them. Kind of feels uncomfortable even saying that. And even as I say it, I know that I have absolutely, guys, I've absolutely done this myself. So I'm coming at you from a place of fully knowing and recognizing that I have done this myself. The difference is I can recognize when it happens. So what else happens when you start to become the block? Okay, now you become so busy being busy that you are leading from a place of distraction, a place of overwhelm. You are now a distracted leader. You are the block. And what this could look like now, so to give you some insights on what a distracted leader looks like, and maybe this is you, maybe it's not all the things, but let's, let's be real. This is like real talk today. Distracted leadership to me shows up as sitting in a meeting, uh, whether on Zoom or face-to-face with my team or even on a phone call with my team and checking my email while they're talking to me. Distracted leadership can be uh, scrolling social media while they're talking to me. Um, and by me, I'm actually saying I don't do these things because I've made intentional steps not to, but when I think about distracted leaders, it's those people who are always showing up late. You're always late to every meeting and you are, you talk about how busy you are, that your team likely is already starting to hold back on the work that they, or the support they're looking for or updates, maybe they're bumping things to the next week. And so things aren't moving forward. Okay. If you were always late and now your meetings get cut short, that's not an effective use of their time or your time. Another huge way to know if you were potentially being a distracted leader is if your team has to remind you several times um, about what's going on or things that they are waiting on from you. So if you are responsible for um, setting up the client call or you're responsible for um, sharing some information with them in order for them to be able to do their job or you're responsible for getting them access to something, whatever it is, if they have to ask you multiple times to do what they've asked you to do or um, requested the support that they need from you and you've agreed to it, let's also be clear on that, you recognize that this, this falls under your leadership role and you are going to do this. They have to remind you, um, they know that you weren't paying attention. As a consultant, I have definitely worked with leaders where I have presented things to them multiple times and they look at me like it is the first time they have ever heard it and how that makes me feel is unheard not valued that the work isn't important and then I start to put less value on the work 
So if your team is constantly not feeling motivated or not really taking accountability or not, you know, I'm, I think there's multiple levels to this, but think about what your role in this is, right? Are they constantly having to like wave their hands and get your attention and just need you to focus? Have you ever as a leader been said, listen, I just need five minutes of uninterrupted time with you. Have you ever said that to a leader? I know I have. Has it ever been said to you? Please just give me five minutes, five minutes of your time. So I can just ask you these questions or I can tell you my idea. People want to be seen. They want to be heard. And to get yourself, I think the goal here is to get yourself to a place where you are truly present and focused so that when your team sends you something that they know better and they should check for spelling errors or they should, you know, have the right content in because you're so distracted, you're just doing it for them instead of getting to a place going, this isn't ready for my approval. This isn't ready for me to look at yet. You haven't, you haven't incorporated what we already talked about, or you know that we need to include this. This isn't ready for my approval. And then you just stop. But because you're so distracted, you're just taking it and doing it because it's faster to get it done. You think you are just getting things pushed through faster. It is ineffective in the long run. So you want to get yourself truly present and focused. When you're meeting with your team, I strongly recommend that you limit distractions. If you are someone who cannot have your phone pinging beside you while you're in a meeting, put your phone away. Okay? Put it away. Please. Nothing feels worse. Okay, I'll rephrase that. Lots of things feel worse. (laughs) But nothing makes you feel like you are not important in that moment to when you are speaking to someone face-to-face and they pick up their phone and start looking at it. That feels like crap and we need to stop doing it to each other. Full stop. We need to stop doing that to each other. So limit your distractions. If you were meeting on Zoom with someone, put your phone away, full screen the Zoom, pay attention to what is going on. Do not check your emails while your team is presenting or talking or sharing with you. Carve out the space for meetings. I've talked endlessly about time blocking and um, creating space in your calendar. If you Do not have time in your calendar to meet with your team. Don't meet with them. Don't don't squeeze them in between meeting to meeting or don't meet with them while you're also working on something else. Carve out the space for your meetings with your team. Okay? And maximize, use this time to be truly focused on what their accountability is 
what expectations you have of them, what the result is so that you can empower them and hold them accountable to the result. But if you are not truly paying attention, you cannot effectively communicate your expectations, the result, that you, the desired result or outcome, and hold them accountable um, for what work is to come. You, you're not fully there. Therefore, everything they're saying to you is just floating past you. It's not coming in. So create the space for these meetings. If you are approving things or you need, your team needs you to action items, again, create space to do this. And I know I have definitely fallen guilty of approving things off the side of my desk. Um, you know, read, read email content or uh, newsletter content or whatever it is, um, social media posts while I'm walking to go pick up my son. I am not fully paying attention when I'm doing that. Okay. If it is important enough to you that you are going to be upset with the outcome, right? But you have not set aside the time to truly look at it, then it's, it's one of those pieces of work that you need to be focused for. So let me say that again. If it is something that you are going to be upset with the outcome, if it's not the way you know you expect it to be, then you need to create space to actually look at it. If you don't really care and you you know your team's got it down and you're just like taking a quick peek, sure. But then don't be upset if you've approved something that you need really look at it. Okay. And I think you know, creating at the end of the day too, like being, being in control as a leader is more about not controlling other people. It's about controlling and managing yourself. It's again, this self-leadership. Who do you want to be as a leader and how are you going to show up? We don't want to be distracted leaders, but there are tools that we can use and implement consistently not perfectly, consistently, that we can use and implement that will support us in being focused, effective, great leaders. These tools exist. I've talked about them several times. Some of them include time blocking. Some of them include setting boundaries, communicating with your team, communicating with anyone in general, communication. So. Create a plan. Create a plan with your team. Put some boundaries in place. If you don't want, if having an open door policy does not work for your workflow and for you being an effective leader, don't have an open door policy. Have time set aside. Maybe it's an hour every day or an hour, twice a week that is held in your calendar 
when your door is open, virtually or physically. That door is open. Set your time. If it's open all the time, be prepared for pop-ins all the time. Be prepared to be distracted and then deal with it. Okay? Communicate expectations. What do you expect your team to deliver to you? And how are you holding them accountable, but how are you holding yourself accountable to keep that expectation? If you say, I expect you to deliver me a ready to approve package, what does that mean? What does a ready to approve package look like to you? It means, for me, it means no spelling errors, no grammar errors. It means they've thoroughly read it. They've hit the points. They, they know what the call to action is and the purpose of it. It's ready. It's ready for me to just say, looks amazing, good to go, right? And again, as a leader, there may be things that have just popped in my head that I want to tweak and change. That's okay. But if I am fully rewriting content, that's on me. That's on me as a leader because I didn't say, actually, this isn't ready for my approval and here's why. Try again. They won't grow and learn if I keep doing it for them. Okay? And so by taking accountability, it means that I am not doing it for them. The accountability I have for myself is to say, nope, not ready, and send it back. And by the way, I have this time blocked in my calendar to approve it. So here's your deadline. And then holding that. It's so uncomfortable. I get it. But if you want to lead from a confident, effective place, we need to start being focused. We need to start being intentional. And we can't do that when we are so distracted by taking on everyone else's everything. So this is a, you know, said with love, said with understanding, said with zero judgment, because I have absolutely been there. And it's easy to slip back into it every now and then. And that's okay. You want to be a great leader. You don't want to be a perfect leader because that doesn't exist. And you will burn yourself out trying to be everything to everyone. Be consistent and be focused. Okay, deep breath. I feel like that was a lot today. And again, I'm saying it with love. So figure out some small steps that you can take, figure out where you're feeling distracted. Think about where you're enabling your team. What are you taking on that is making you so busy and distracted? And what can you empower your team to do? That's what they're here for. By empowering them, you are going to help them grow you are going to motivate them. You're going to motivate them because they're going to feel useful. 
they're going to feel valuable. They're going to feel needed. So, and when you pay attention to them, they're going to feel seen and heard. Nobody wants to have to repeat themselves several times. Nobody wants to feel like they are an interruption or not important. So take a good hard look at what's not working and what role you may be holding in that and start thinking about what you can shift to become the leader that you truly desire to be. And as always, I am here. I'm in your corner. I love supporting leaders in their journey to move from overwhelmed and distracted and just lost to empowered and confident great leaders. So if you think that you need help or you want to chat with me a little bit more, I would love to hop on a call with you. You can connect with me. There's all the information in the show notes. You can find me on Instagram. You can email me. I'm accessible. I have boundaries on how when I'm accessible but I'm accessible. So I look forward to chatting with you and helping you become the leader that you most desire being. Thanks everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Like what you heard? That's great. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite player and leave us a review. Great reviews mean so much to us. And they also help others who need us find our show. So I want to know from you, what do you think is holding you back from becoming the leader you know you can be? Whether it's conflicting priorities or time, or maybe you just need a little guidance. I know there's hope. You can do this. So I'd love to hear from you about your challenges or your successes as a leader. We can learn together how to inspire one another and build the culture we want, not only in our work lives, but in our personal lives. So if you're inspired, join the conversation in our LinkedIn group, Leaders with Edge, or reach out to me via our website to schedule a call. Ourforte.ca. That's O-U-R-F-O-R-T-E dot C-A.